another episode of Analysis Podcast. And here, you know, I have to always do my basketball intro. Number six. <laughs> From North Carolina, rally. Ian Pierno. Oh, that was good. That was, that, that was just, bad. That was bad. That was just like a dream come true. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's like what I dream about at night. Oh, man. You, you could tell him. You could tell him. You hoop Venice Beach, whatever. They, they, yeah, I'm a catch little bucket. One. I'm 6'1". Like, people don't know. I got a little right. height on me, too. I uh, I dunked in high school. I can hoop a little bit. Hey, there you have it. So people always ask me, hey, Thanasis, you know, you look good. You dress good. Obviously, I'm joking. But, like, they all, everybody loves my, you know, my fits. Mm-hmm. And they want to know, is it just me? Is it just my creativity? Do I have other people? Uh, is it is it my team? Do I have other people around me? And I get the chance to show you a little bit, a uh, sneak peek behind the scenes. There you go. The floor is yours. Um, yeah, so I'm Ian. Um, I style thin asses. Um, so if you see something that he's wearing and you love it, um, it's probably something he and I worked on together. <laughs> If you see him wearing something and you're not a big fan, it's probably something he uh, didn't listen my own. about. But uh, yeah, we met about a year ago now, and we like instantly clicked. Okay, but uh, there's more to it. It's not just this. Yeah. So how did you start? Like, what do? You, how did you start your fashion? Um, well, it started with basketball. Like, okay. I always knew I wanted to work in basketball. And uh, have you ever seen the movie Almost Famous? Have I? No. Okay, I'll, I'll send it to you. But it's about like this kid. He's like 12 or 13 and he uh, really wants to write for Rolling Stone. And so he like fakes his age and like, uh, you know, like pretends to be older and like lowers his voice on the phone to like try and like get like a writing gig uh-huh. there. So basically I loved that movie um, and okay. I wanted to do that with Slam Magazine. So I always want to work at Slam since I was like, I don't gotcha. know, like 12 or 13, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, um, to do that, I just started working trying to get gigs in basketball. I started like covering like high school games in North Carolina, which like high school basketball culture in North Carolina like is insane. Like the way people talk about like high school football in Texas, like that's yeah. the way it is for like our public schools on a Friday night for basketball. Like okay, it, okay, okay. it gets crazy. There's a lot of people from North Carolina, Hoopers, I don't know. Shout out to uh, Tory Gray, Chris Middleton, all the guys from Carolina. Michael so, Jordan, like, Stephen so, hey, Curry. Hey, I, I just said the, the people I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know personally. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so anyway, I started covering high school basketball Mm -hmm. and then one year, um, there's this big holiday tournament, um, that's like a Christmas tournament in Raleigh every year. It's been around for like 50 years. But anyway, John Wall, who's from Raleigh, had become like a sponsor of it. Um, and I was covering it for the local newspaper and ironically, I got the chance to interview John, um, ironically with the slam writer, um, his name was Roger, you know got like maybe like five minutes, you know, it was like pretty like simple stuff, whatever. Um, but anyway, like had good vibes. Um, John's close friend, Webb Wellman. Have you seen John's hoop mixtape? I think so. Like the most iconic highlight reel ever from high school. His friend Webb made that mixtape and I met Webb and then anyway, I started working in basketball. My first gig ever was I, I worked for John for a couple of years doing like social media and PR stuff for his AAU team, sometimes his family foundation. Anyway, 
all like while this is going on, I've been like tr- pitching slam emails like for years, like trying to write articles, this and that. Okay. Um, about fashion or about like not even fashion. Just basketball. Yet. I like I was into like style because like my my parents are big music people, so oh, I always right. loved how like rock stars dress and stuff like that. But like I'm not even gonna lie to you, like six years ago i didn't know what rick owens even was you no. know what i mean like i didn't know like i mean me neither the I'm brands more, or anything yeah, me neither you know? i was more of a how do you say i just go with the flow you know i go with like i used to go with the usual stuff you know colors and whatever i like and whatever expresses me but then all of a sudden i was like you know what i like this why yeah. not you ride on vibes i'm the same way like <laughs> there's, there's fashion and there's style and okay. like i like both yes um, but I like style like so much more than I like fashion because I'm not like super obsessed with like all the brands and the collabs. Like it just gets like so yeah. exhausting. But, yeah, like that. I love personal yeah. style. Like you know, being able because that's what makes like fashion style whatever fun, yeah, the, right? Is it self-expression? Yes. You know what yeah, I mean? The, the, there is a difference too because it's the the there is a difference between being you know after fashion and be fashionable because mm-hmm. after fashion is you're just keeping up with the new trends. But if you're fashionable doesn't matter what you wear you just mm-hmm. you're rocking it so it just it doesn't matter you could wear anything i mean anything not that's anything. style yes that's style not anything but yes yeah but that, go back to i'm sorry okay. uh, go back to like okay so after the emails oh yeah so i i was working with john uh for a couple years and then randomly finally slam magazine had posted like a tweet they were like looking for a night editor like one night a week I applied for that just like I had been applying for internships and stuff and whatnot for years. Um, casually brought up to Webb, John's friend. He was like, oh, I know someone there. And it kind of like got me the shoe in. Um, but I was working like one night a week, like bottom of the totem pole. Like just I would just like live tweet like the basketball highlights and stuff during the night, like one night a week. Um, and uh, anyway, I just kind of annoyed myself into getting annoyed other people into getting yeah. more gigs. So I was like, what else can I do? What else can I do? And I always be pitching ideas and stuff. Um, and then anyway, like probably four months later, not long after, um, League Fits came to be. Um, wait, wait, you mean League Fits as the Instagram account? League Fits. The Instagram account, the TikTok, the newsletter. Wait, so you're the person who basically, nah, basically, I want to say you and Slam. Created. I can't take all the credit. Um, Adam Figman. Oh my God! This is hey, please put that on uh, every <laughs> social. Put that on a clip. We got the one of the founders of Livers. This is the most iconic like account out there. It it kind of is. I'm it not gonna lie to you. But I gotta give a shout. Adam Figman. He's my boss. That's okay, okay. He's basically like shout taught out, me everything. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, he he t- has taught me everything I know. He always has commentary on everything, whether okay. it's my work at Slam or he'll even send me your outfits and give me his thoughts. Really? He always has stuff to Don't say. Um, but anyway, so yeah, League Fits, it was like, it was, was kind of just like, because sneakers are such a big part of basketball, right? Yes. There's Bleacher Report kicks, complex sneakers, Slam kicks. Um, why wouldn't clothing be like the next logical First step? First of all, that was a kick. Shout out to all these sites. Put this on. Put this on, please. Look at the Oregon's. Think four. Zoom in when you can. Thank you. Continue. Had to throw that in. I'm very sure. I'll wait there just a walk. Big flex. I'm still, I'm still waiting for my <laughs> I got you. Nike I got you. plug. What size do you wear? 12. I got you. Yeah. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, we're saying about Adam Fingerman and then Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So sneakers are already such a big part of fashion culture. And like some of my favorite players were like Russell Westbrook, okay. Nick Young. And so even though I didn't know. They what, both have him. Like, I like their style. Yeah. I don't. Definitely agree with uh, with you know, everybody has their own style. Yeah, obviously, 
but I love like how they like you know they're smooth. With they it, dress so. like themselves. Yes, that's smooth. The thing. smooth. Like I, I couldn't it. dress like either of them and look cool, but like they dress like themselves and look cool. I always thought that was dope. So even though I didn't know like what brands Gucci was collabing with and stuff, like I liked the guys that were like cool off the court as well. Um, so becoming the league fits guy was like kind of a natural fit. I didn't mm -hmm. really expect it would take off the way it did. Um, but I realized like pretty quickly it was going to because the players were getting super into it. Like even in the beginning when League Fits had like, you know, 20,000 followers, which is like, you know, it's not a, a ton, but not a little. First of all, let you say 20,000. To all like the creators out there, all the people who have like, you know, you work through social media, having like 10,000 or 5,000 or like 20,000 people following you, you know, you don't have to compare it to other people. Like yeah. 20,000 is the whole Pfizer forum. It's a whole <laughs> arena following you mm -hmm. so trust me it, it goes a long way yeah and sometimes i remember the beginning when there was like five followers and i'm just posting fit pics over and over and over again yeah, i'm like i'm kind of talking to myself at this point but like that's the way you grow is just being consistent with it um but you know yeah even in the early days the players like really liked it like okay. players that had you know two million instagram followers would send their fit pics to league fits to be posted on this account that you know didn't quite have the reach they did, but I was like, oh, if the players are really into it, okay. um, like this might be something. Um, so yeah, it's kind of been kind of a journey and yeah. Anyway, my early days at Slam, I was doing a little bit of high school basketball stuff, a little bit of league fits, and now it's just league fits. Cool question. Now it's a lot of young guys who, are, who dress nice. There's a lot of, you know, people, uh, a lot of girls in the WNBA. Mm -hmm. how, do, how do they get on league fits? How does who get on League Fits? Anyone? Yes. How? How? Like I've I've seen myself like a lot of times, but basically, like, are you no. asking how you get on League Fits? Yeah. I've, no. I, I what I mean is like mm -hmm. no. How does somebody, you know, like, what's the criteria for League Fits? You would say. Um. Yeah. I actually get this question all oh, the okay. time, and it's usually like publicists and stuff like that. Really? Okay. There is no like algorithm. Just like if I think it's dope. Yeah. So it's you. Yeah, it's just if I think it's oh, dope sure. or if I think it's like worth talking about. Is there stuff that maybe I don't think is like the dopest where I'm like, oh, there's a cool conversation we had around this. Okay. And that's the stuff that gets posted. Like, it's not like I look at how many brands they're wearing or whatever. You know what I mean? True. Like, yeah, It's not about the brand you wear. It's about how you wear it and what what it tells what it tells the public about you. You know, what what's the story behind it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. I mean, nobody, you know, a lot of people don't talk about this stuff. Like, they want to be on Liquid. They, especially guys, I think, you know, in the fashion industry, like me, I'm, I'm probably in love with fashion, you know, this. Mm -hmm. like, I love fashion. But not just, you know, not only from the branding side, but just to dress nice. I just like yeah. it, you know? But, you know, I used to be the guy with always with the suit and always like <laughs> carry on back. A little stiffy. Suit, but, you know, just loosen up a little bit, for, like, feels great, you know? Mm -hmm. But again, I think, I think fashion is really fueled by music. You know, what's your oh, yeah. like? What's your what's your take on this? What do you think? Uh, music influences everything. Yeah, okay. I mean, think about like who's who do you think is like the coolest guy in the NBA besides yourself, and your brothers? <laughs> okay, uh, it's a lot of guys, but you see, you have guys like uh, Jordan Clarkson, Kyle Kuzma. You know, I want to talk about other guys. It's a lot of guys, young guys from Oklahoma. Yeah, okay, see, I like the I like this style. Shy. Yeah, as a shout out to. So the guys like who else? Even the even even guys who are not on it, you know, like Will Barton is, is yeah. like kind of shifting, you know, like guys like they have Tory Gregg. Yeah, I like his style. We're teammates. I, Shout out to Tory. We get you on the pod. 
But you know how they describe those people? How? The Kelly Oubre is the cow yes, Kuzma's, the Thanasis onto the Kuzma's. No. They're rock stars. No, 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 not rock stars. Not me, not me. Maybe them. I'm not fun. But no, no, but that's the whole point though. Like we're saying like music like yeah. uh, influences everything. Like when you are like the coolest at whatever you do, whether it's play basketball, paint, whatever, yes. you're like, damn. Like at least for me, I'm like, damn, that dude's a rock star. Uh-huh. You, you, know, you know what it is too? I think people like... Uh, Sometimes you communicate overconfident. This with like being cool with overconfidence, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. he's so confident you're wearing it. You know, it's really just if you feel like it. You know, there's been days that I think like I see, you know, I see some of my like fits and I'm like, okay, I, I already said I was going to wear this and then I don't feel like it because mm-hmm. it's how about how I feel. Yeah. You know, and, and the saying like, you know, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good. It's it's a thing. It's a mm-hmm. thing. Not only that, it's just like a whole like swagger. You know, it could be how you walk into the gym, how you walk to, to practice. You know, you got your headphones on, you listen to your favorite song or your, your playlist. And it just gives you a whole routine that you have. Yeah. And there's science behind that. Like they've yeah. like done studies okay. that like people that have like listened to like pump up music will like slightly like perform better in like 40 yard dashes and like things like that. Like there is Crazy. like... So yeah, so all of that, like, because, you know, sports, performance, whatever, it's all mental just as much as it is physical. So it all plays into that, you know, being swaggy, having your music, like, of course, it's going to help. Hey, guys, sorry to interrupt. This is the Kumpo. Let you guys know you can get all your official the Kubros gear at thecubros.shop. Follow our social media pages at thecubros to stay updated with new lines and drops. And show us you're wearing the gear. By using the hashtag, we're all bros. At the groups.shop, we're all bros. Back to the analysis. Okay, so what do you think about how much the NBA? Two questions. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a two question mm-hmm. question. <laughs> so the NBA has changed a lot, right? What do you, yeah. So if you remember, it was a 2005 mm-hmm. NBA mandate that had like guys have to wear business casual, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like changed throughout mm-hmm. the, not changed, we still have to wear business casual, mm-hmm. the NBA, right? But it's kind of like evolved to, okay, you just be respectful of what you wear. Yeah. Obviously you can't, you can't show up naked to the NBA, <laughs> NBA event. But I'm saying like, you know, just to be respectful of what you wear and, yeah. and how you wear it and, you know, and not like, Wear something that's gonna, you know, stir people up or something like that. You know, people. Know. Yeah. But uh, what do you think about that? What do you? What's your opinion? So there's like so many like prongs to the whole dress code thing. Like I think if you. By the way, you was eight, you were eight years old in 2005. So I, was, I can't. I can't. I'm just saying. I've done a little bit of research okay, too. Good. Um, but like so, like when you think about like the dress code, it was to kind of there because there were some really loud guys in the NBA and even some not loud guys like. I think, well, obviously the dress code is in response to Allen Iverson. He, you know. You, you think so? I'm not from here. So I, you got to understand like, my, yeah. like what you, I'm basically learning at the same time. So you think so? It was like. Definitely. Because the Allen Iverson like would show up to accept his MVP trophy and you know, he looked like a rapper. He had chains, he had the big gray sweats. Okay. He looked super cool. And the NBA like wasn't ready to like embrace like hip hop's uh, influence on basketball, okay. which is kind of crazy. 
Um, and then there's also the flip side where like Tim Duncan showed up to accept his MVP trophy trophy wearing Birkenstocks and jorts and like a Bahamas t-shirt. Um, <laughs> He's great. I love, by the way, I, we as a, as a family, we love, love Tim Duncan for obvious reasons, but yeah. not only basketball, but in general, like the way like he's carried himself and mm-hmm. what he does in the league. So it's great, it's nice to choose. It's, it's crazy. Like, you look at old Tim Duncan outfits and everyone's like, dad drip, like this and that. Like you look at like the the flannels and the jeans mm-hmm. he wears, like that's like a Balenciaga silhouette now. <laughs> like they're, they're, everyone's is. trying he's to dress like back. Tim Duncan now. Uh, but anyway, so like the dress code, it was, they were trying to silence like hip hop's influence on basketball, right? And that's terrible because obviously there is such a correlation, like very direct correlation yeah. between the two. You know what's so crazy? Mm-hmm. You know, you as a fashion and an artist, you immediately say like, oh man, that's so bad. But I like, you know, I do business, I'm business. So I, I kind of like understand the, the business side of it. You know, I under, like immediately I can tell why I understand the business side of it. But as an artist, as, a, as an expression, yeah. But you know what's like part of business is like marketability. Everyone's True. wearing the exact same suit. True. Nobody's marketable. Mm. But the one good thing about the dress I like this, though, I like this. That's, is that's, people that's... had to think about what they were wearing. Okay. Um, and you know, so sometimes it was kind of boring, especially in the beginning. Um, but it slowly morphed to people were like, okay, these are the rules. And when people have strict rules, eventually they're gonna figure out how to bend them, right? Yeah. So for Allen Iverson, he was still wearing suits, but they were crazy baggy, okay. like, you know, things like that. I wanna and see so, some photos, I need to see some photos. I'll, I'll, I'll put you on game a little bit. <laughs> or like Dwayne Wade was wearing like the capris okay. and like the different colored suits and the glasses. Like guys figured out how to like bend, like, like originally the dress code was so everyone would look the same. You know, there was no like uniqueness. There was no self-expression, but people like all the players like took it into their own hands and slowly started to bend the rules and figure out how they could follow the rules, but still, you know, be themselves. And then eventually that's how the dress code just phased out because he was bend, 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 bend. And then, you know, Adam Silver came in and realized it's actually pretty cool that Russell Westbrook yeah. is wearing non-prescription glasses. <laughs> it's uh, he's a businessman. He's a, he's. Knows uh, uh, what he's doing, but let me. Okay, so let me ask you another question. First of all, you know, like I'm learning things for the first time. Like mm-hmm. even this with Alan Iverson, like I'm learning things for the first time. But uh, let me ask you something. So, how much do you think? To what extent do you think like people like like really pick their clothes, what they're gonna wear, like really put thought into it, like me, like us? Mm-hmm. I don't pick. Like I don't. I. Pick him every, like game, like I pick him like in the beginning of the year what I'm gonna wear. I'm not, I don't go on game day and start saying like, oh, this looks good with this, or this looks good with that. I don't do that. That takes so much time, and I have to like be locked in the game, watch film, you know, try to help my brother, try to help the team, try to understand like what's going on and who we're facing. So it takes a lot of time and energy to pick the, on game day. But you think guys like really like? I know for a fact there's a lot of guys that put a lot of effort into it. But I will say this: I think like the most stylish people are the people that can like go into their closet and grab a piece, grab a piece, grab a piece, boom, it's an outfit and it goes together. They don't have to try on everything. They don't have to like take everything off the hangers, try everything on. Like it's just like easy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like some people are just like able to like do that. Like I know for me, if I'm like thinking too hard about an outfit, whether it's for me or, you know, before I fly out to you every few weeks, you know, I'm putting together outfits I I think you might like. If I find like I'm like overthinking it, Uh I'm like trying two different, too many different combinations. I'm like, it's not meant to be. You know what I mean? Like 
style like should be easy. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So I think guys, I think the most stylish guys are the guys that do just pick out their outfits, but it's probably quicker than they think. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, shit, even when I'm with you and we're putting your outfits together, you know, we make little tweaks and stuff yeah. and you usually know like what you want. You're like, what if we did like a tank top yeah, underneath, because, because, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I just, you know, I'm used to like the business casual and just wearing, mm. you know, something nice. But then, you know, I understand like I love fashion. I want to try something different. Mm. You know, I don't want to. Like, and you, you will. You yeah, do. Yeah, I, I do try something different. But at the same time, I know like. I want to I want to wear something that that makes me feel great that makes me feel like oh this is nice you know and that's how I dress in general like even now I'm wearing this hoodie I'm like yeah I like, I like this hoodie I'm not you know I don't like to wear stuff that's gonna be, I'm gonna be like ah tied up I'm gonna be like this I can't move no no unless way. it's a wedding or it's a I don't know like a even then I'm not gonna the, wear a suit New Year's wedding. maybe yeah nah. I don't even believe in dressing up for special days like that. You, really? That's crazy because any day could be the best day of your life. Oh, so sure. why are you like putting yourself in a box? So I like I'm that. rambling. But why are you, would you put yourself in a box? Like dress how you feel every day. I was going out for New Year's Eve the other day with, you know, a friend of mine. And I was telling her, I was like, I'm just going to wear what I always wear because I'm always fly. <laughs> like, put that, please. You, put that. Okay. You don't have to get fly that. if you stay fly. Exactly. You know what I, I mean? I like that. I like that. We're going to keep that because I... Well, whoever's hearing this podcast or watching it, listen to this, man. If you're interested <laughs> in fashion, you like that stuff, and you know you follow me or you follow my brothers or you follow the NBA or in sports in general about fashion, like trust me. Okay, now I have. Um, so I'm going to take you through the routine of the podcast, right? So we mm -hmm. have. Uh, so this is a section that I ask you, and you got to pick one or the other. It's not okay. rapid. It's not going to be rapid questions, but you got to like pick one and tell us why. Okay. So. Dog or cat? Cat, for sure. Why? Because um, they're a spiritual animal. Mm. You got to earn their trust. I have you, a cat back home. Big I was about to say you look like a cat person, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's I, I don't know what that means. I don't know. You can take it however you want to take it, but you look like a cat person. Oh, yeah. I love cats. I love big cats, mountain lions. I love little house cats. I do like, love. I, I think I do love like big cats more than small cats. Yeah. Not to say I'm not a cat person, but I just no, love a jaguar or a lion. Like I love, like I would, like I would literally if I had. It's obviously it's not allowed. I don't think it's allowed. But if you had like a like a tiger here or just walking around, I would be totally comfortable, bro. Me too. That's a it's a spiritual animal. They got seven lives. You know, there's no okay. cats. Yeah, I, I love cats. Okay. Uh so wait. So okay, let's go to the next question. Okay. Next question is. Hmm. Christmas or Halloween? Ooh, I love both so much. Cause you know how earlier I was like thinking about what you dress up for special days is lame. Yeah, okay. Except Halloween. I love dressing <laughs> up for Halloween. Like I'll do makeup, all that. Okay. That being said, I gotta say Christmas though, just because like family over everything. And that's like oh, okay. the one time where I get to see my family and not think about anything else. That's great, man. That's great. I'm a you know, I'm a big family guy. You know this, I'm like I love my family and I, I'm very big, like family oriented person. And I, and I think, you know, it's so important. Like people don't understand how important family is. You know, it, it plays import, so much importance to, to your life, mm -hmm. you know? And, and if you think about it, like when you go to school, right? Your, your actual first school is at home. Yeah. You know, it's not the school that you go to, it's at it's home. So you get to learn how to, 
you know, interact with your mom and dad, with your brothers, sisters. And then, you know, you get to go on uh, play dates, you know, with other kids yeah. or stuff like that. But that's the first school. And, you know, and then from then transition, you know, to elementary, kindergarten, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Middle school, high school. But that's your first school. So it's big. It's mm. it, it has played so big of a importance in my life, you know, and my and my brother's life and and that trajectory. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm blessed. I'm grateful for that. So I feel that. Okay. Now I have another one for you. And I just have to pick a nice one. <laughs> I would pick a nice one. So now we go we go to the section that uh is called uh interesting facts. Okay. By the analysis podcast. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. So you gotta pick one. Would you wanna learn about a unicorn or how about a snail? A unicorn. A unicorn. Okay. So you do know like unicorn is like the national animal of like Scotland? No, I didn't know. And it doesn't even <laughs> exist. Like, that's as far as you know. Obviously, but... That's why, I'm I being about, yeah. that's why I want to learn about the unicorn because, but the, the exclusivity. Exclusivity, but yeah. it's insane. It doesn't even exist. And it's a, like a national like unicorn animal. Exists. How? Oh, obviously. You, oh, I got it you. Exists. Yeah, it does exist in each person. So remember, you're a unicorn. You're unique. Yeah. There's nobody like you out there. Remember. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you about the snail too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So the snail is the most venomous. What? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. making that up. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Creature in the world. I'm not kidding. You can look it up. They actually have like a venom that like paralyzes you instantly. As a predator. As a predator. A snail. Did you know that? I changed my answer. I want to learn more about snails. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but it's great because... <laughs> It's becoming educational, man. I, I get to learn things every day and, you know, I have like this book that, that I always read and different, different things like that. And, you know, like I said, like, I'm happy. Like, I was doing this podcast. I was happy. Like, I was able to bring people around me who, you know, I've worked together and worked close and they kind of know me, mm -hmm. you know. And, and again, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but I want, like, I want to spread positivity out there. You know, I want to be positive. I want to be, I want to be educational. I want to be funny. I want to, like, I want people to kind of, you know, whoever hears this podcast just, like, makes their day. You know, it's not just, like, oh, only crazy stories or, like, secrets or behind the scenes always or, like, you know, the next big, big thing, which is going to be all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's more of, like, you listen to it on your way to work. You listen to it, like, on your way to anywhere. Basically. People need things that'll make them smile. Yes, yes, and I and I hope this does, man. Mm -hmm. I hope this does. Do you have any? Um... You make me smile. Hey man, hey man. Dude, I, I just got I just got <laughs> off like twelve hours of like horrible layovers and flights, and I'm like tired. You, and then I you, see you, you, and you're like, hey, the... it's good vibes. Thanks, good vibes. Thank vibes you, are you're contagious. The yeah. Vibes so are the most contagious thing. That's in the so world. true. That's why, you know, I'm always living life. To the fullest. I'm always mm -hmm. having good vibes because that's what that's what I want to spread to the world. That's what I want people to remember me. Like, man, this guy is like whatever I was around, this guy I always felt great, man. So okay, could we leave the I don't know, the audience or the listeners, I would say, <laughs> with a motivational quote? Yeah, I can do that. 
Okay. Um, you're lucky. I was just home for the holidays. Uh, so I got to hear Mama Pierno's okay. uh, words of wisdom. Shout um, out to Mama Pierno. <laughs> definitely big shout out. And the family. But uh, she, I, I'm probably going to butcher the, butcher the quote, but it was a Buddha quote. It was like, life is not about, um, you know, what you have or where you are or even who you are. Life is what you think. And it's just, you know, kind of about just the power of, you know, I mean, your that mindset, my, your perception, how you perceive things is is your reality. Your thoughts are your reality. So it's good. It's got my add that to to my journal. I have a journal with quotes. Yeah. You know, like I always share that to like all the family groups had or stuff like that. Or we go to training camp. I always like mm-hmm. do stuff like that. So I'll, like, I'm going to add that. I like so, it. I'll, I'll send you the correct one. Hi, guy. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Man, I I know it was a it was a long flight, and you really, you you really made my day too because I get you know they get to see a little bit of you know I, I I I'm a big believer, and I say this because we live in a world that everybody wants to take credit about something, and it's good to give credit to other people who work with you. Just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Keep that close to you because all you need to change somebody's you know trajectory or motivation is just. To, just give him the credit. Give him credit of like, oh, this is one of the people who really is my team, you know, helps me. And and this is this is why one of the things I want to do. So keep that in mind and stick with it. Sure. If you want to listen to the analysis podcast, you can get it on YouTube. You can get it uh, if you want to watch the video on YouTube or, or any other platform. We don't know yet, but we'll see. And then see whatever you get your podcast from. Amazon listeners anywhere. All right. Thank you, guys. Analysis is recorded at No Studios, Milwaukee's creative hub and production studio.